Welcome to another episode of Synoptis Lightning Round, where we ask six rapid-fire questions with some of the sharpest business minds talking about accelerating business value through technology, IT business alignment, and IT leadership development. Now, here's Cameron and David. I'm Cameron Ames, CTO of Synoptis, and I'm here with David Reddick, CEO. David, how are you doing today? I'm really excited about uh, uh, our guest today. Um, we are talking to Tom Drez, and we're going to be talking about IT business alignment. Um, you know, when I've talked to, I've talked to a lot of people, and IT business alignment is a really hot topic. One of the things I hear is some people perceive their IT department as a necessary evil. It's the cost of doing business. And some people see it as an expense center, and some businesses see it as an important part of their business. Um, and some people see it as really this is a strategic advantage for our organization. This is entire spectrum of, you know, from uh, uh, necessary evil to a uh, competitive advantage. And um, what, what, what are your thoughts on, on uh, that, those different viewpoints, Cameron? So I think that there's honestly a chasm in between some of those uh, mindsets where, you know, I'll, I'll cut it straight down the middle, if you view IT as a necessary uh, evil, or not evil, but if you view it as a necessary expense, or worse, as a liability in your organization, that's going to put you into a mindset where you're going to minimize the potential surface that you can be impacted through IT in your business, which is going to lead to uh, a lack of opportunities for IT to show you how it can provide business value, uh, and for the IT department to become a more trusted part of your business. It's a negative synergy cycle there. Um, if you look at things from the other side, if you are able to view IT as a strategic partner or as a competitive advantage that's really core to your business, you are better able to equip your IT department. You're going to be able to trust them more, uh, and they're going to be able to show you what they can deliver. It's a very positive synergetic cycle. David, what about you? So I absolutely agree with you. I think that uh, I find very few business leaders that really want, don't want IT to be a competitive advantage. They want IT to be a competitive advantage, but they're over here where IT is a cost center and they don't know how to get to here. And it seems like to borrow your word, such a chasm that uh, bridging that chasm is just, it, it's impossible. It's, it, it's, uh, um, they can't imagine how to do it. And so um, I think Tom talks a little bit about that today and uh, in his video. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get into it. Today I'm talking to Tom Drez with Christian Brothers Services about IT business alignment. How are you doing today, Tom? I am doing fine, David. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. Great. So let's dive into these questions. Give me about a minute about yourself and your company. Sure. Thanks, David. My name is Tom Drez. I am the Chief Information Officer, Chief Security Officer, and Chief Privacy Officer for Christian Brothers Services. We're located in the suburbs of Chicagoland, and I am coming up on my 33rd anniversary with the company. The longer you are somewhere, the more hats you seem to wear. Uh, none of the titles that I have now were titles that even existed 33 years ago. Uh, my degree is computer science from a Christian Brothers University. And uh, just 
I started as uh, the first computer person that they had way back in the day. And uh, now we've got a team of 25 people, 265 total employees in five business locations around the country. Uh, so it's an interesting place. CBS administers a wide variety of plans, programs, and services for Catholic and other faith-based organizations, including healthcare, property and casualty and retirement plans, and then also IT and other business consulting services. Our plans are self-funded alternatives to the commercial insurance market, and we compete for members day in and day out against the commercial marketplace. It would be nice if the Pope would say in the United States to a Catholic organization, if you need any of our services, you must go to Christian Brothers Services, but that's not the case. The church is very decentralized, so we do compete every day. Great. Thank you. 33 years. So you and I have both earned our gray hair in IT. We have. Um, so tell me uh, a brief, give me about a minute on, on uh, how IT and business alignment accelerates business value for your company. Sure. Well, you know, IT is essentially a corporate support division. And as such, it touches every business unit within an organization, as well as every employee from the CEO uh, down through every level in some way, shape, or form. So with that said, it is, I think, absolutely imperative for every CIO to run IT like a business, same as every other managing director of every other business unit must do. Uh, we must run IT like a business, and then you'll be seen as being part of the business across all business units. So um, by having that, that's a, that's a solid foundation to help, as you call it, accelerate business value. And then for me, you know, I promote um, a DNA slide, as if you will, across all the business units. But what does it mean to run IT like a business? So number one, we have to provide excellent member and customer services, deliver business value, uh, spend money wisely, manage risks that appear, uh, work to improve and re-engineer business processes, and use IT then as simply an enabler. Basically, at the end of the day, there are no IT projects for IT's sake. Everything must be a business and technology project. That's great observations. I love it. So um, what do you find is the biggest challenge in uh, uh, IT business alignment? That's an, actually an easy question, David. Uh, for me, I always see communication as being the biggest challenge. Uh, I, I'm a firm believer that if you were to look or try to communicate through a straw of any kind, and you, you can easily relate the straw analogy to a business, having a managing director at the top, and then somebody on his or her staff down below. I always assume that there's a blockage in a straw somewhere. So it's my approach over 33 years at CBS that I've honed to always try to communicate three different ways. Certainly I always communicate top down, keeping the business unit heads and the managing directors in the loop. Then I also create grassroots level groups that are cross divisional or cross business unit. And I like to speak to them directly so that communication starts to go up that straw, if you will. And then luckily in my position as CIO, CSO, and CPO, I also get the opportunity to send an email message to all employees anytime that I wish. So at times, I try not to do that too often, but at least once a quarter, uh, sometimes more in this cybersecurity threat world that we live in. 
uh, I, I send messages out to all employees directly. So communicate from the top down, bottom up, and then straight across the organization. Love it. Love uh, communication. And uh, I think you've hit something uh, uh, essential to, to IT business alignment. So can you give me a, a give our listeners a real world positive uh, outcome from your IT business alignment initiatives? Certainly. So I mentioned running IT like a business. And you know, on my particular PowerPoint slide that I use, uh, those five priority focus areas that I had already mentioned, uh, those are absolutely critical, but there's actually more to the DNA slide of any IT organization, or I'll even say world-class IT organization, is that uh, those business and technology projects that I had mentioned need to focus on the business drivers, which then are also connected to the strategic goals of the organization. So for us, you know, really for any organization, I believe, as long as you have projects that focus on one or more of these three things, improving customer or member services, uh, improving operational efficiency, or improving overall effectiveness, those are all good projects. Those are gonna rate very high, and we actually apply numerical values to the projects that we take on. And then if those projects also uh, directly support some of our five strategic objective goals, more points. Uh, projects that affect more than one of our business units, collaboration, more points still. So everything empirically bubbles up to the top and those are the projects that we take on. So as long as we're doing that and we're connected to the business, then there's really less friction and IT is always seen as being in lockstep with the business units and the business overall. When it comes to annual budgeting time, I don't need to spend a week or two weeks with every managing director of every business unit to get back into lockstep. I should already know come budgeting season uh, what's on their mind, what's important, what are we moving towards so that, you know, this is a relationship that we're in lockstep every day, all day, every year. I like that you, you want to create that lockstep before the budgeting uh, cycle. And, yeah. and it sounds like you established a trust relationship with your business through this IT business alignment that makes that entire budgeting process easier. So again, super insightful. Mm -hmm. um, if someone, uh, if one of our listeners was thinking, I want to start a new IT business alignment initiative. Mm -hmm. Well, if you could give them one piece of advice to, that would help them be successful, what's that one piece of advice? Sure. I would say absolutely. You have to go for it, especially in this day and age. You know, you, you get so used to email and texting and phone calls. Uh, at the end of the day, life is relationships, especially at, you know, management and C-level positions. Uh, but really, people, people are people. Uh, you, you have to meet people face-to-face -face or, or see them in video conferences. Uh, so because of that, you actually have to go for it. It will never hurt to have good relationships across your organization, whether that be in your own IT division, uh, other business units. Uh, peer groups say, do it, get out there, be in front, be a leader. Thank you. That's, that's brilliant. So the last question should be super easy. You can take a minute, you can plug anything you want. You can be uh, your business. It could be a favorite book you're reading right now. It could be a charity. You can shout out to your family, anything you can imagine. Uh, you get okay. a minute, go. All right. Sure. Thank you very much for the opportunity, David. Uh, normally, when I uh, pick up a speaking gig, uh, sometimes uh, I also go to universities and uh, you know give a lecture or join in on a lecture to 
talk to students and uh, tell them, you know, what would make a good software developer, for example, or whatever the particular class happened to be. And the thing I always like to add is that I think every organization and every individual should consider adding civic-minded opportunities to their to-do list. So that, that will help connect them also to their uh, community at large. And then they get to meet new people from different walks of life. Sure, in your own community, you're gonna meet some people in your same industry, uh, but it gives you a, a bigger cross-section of networking than maybe you've had. And for me, I, I, about 20 years ago, I joined our local Lions Club. And that is part of Lions Clubs International. Uh, their motto is we serve, and their founder, over 100 years ago, is an insurance salesman in Chicago. This is where Lions started. Uh, he said, you cannot get very far in life without doing something for someone else. His name was Melvin Jones, and uh, he thought chambers of commerce should be more than just chambers of commerce. So he made it very civic-minded, community service-oriented. And these days, there are 1.4 million Lions members and about 48,000 clubs in more than 200 countries around the world. The Lions focus in on assisting the sight and hearing impaired, but all clubs take on the, the needs of their local communities. The Lions invented the seeing eye dog and the white canes to assist the blind. Uh, but again, they blend in to every one of their communities and they'll get involved in any local community service need. I recommend the Lions. Thank you. That that was insightful. I, I didn't I didn't realize uh, uh, I learned a lot about the Lions Club. So all right, well, very uh, good. Thank you for spending time uh, with us today, Tom. This was uh, Tom Drez, uh, CIO, CSO, CPO for Christian Brothers Services, and his website. The website to his company will be in the comments below. And thanks to Tom for that video. Uh, obviously some insightful things in there. David, what did you think about this? So this brings it back to uh, what our initial question was. Um, uh, Tom talked about how <clears throat> IT is woven through the whole business and it affects everyone from the CEO uh, to the staff level workers and uh, everyone's using technology and how they can, how IT alignment enables them to use that better. And so, I think that his organization is more towards that IT as a as a competitive advantage rather than the IT as a necessary evil. What did you get out of it, Cameron? So I think that along some similar lines, he definitely has the ability to uh, convince and to change people's mindsets in that way. Um, and one of the strategies that I heard in there that I thought was particularly insightful was the double-edged attack of top-down support from the executive level and making sure that there's buy-in up there, but also having grassroots cross-divisional support for uh, people across departments. Uh, if you can get people to change, whether that's behavior or patterns and practices or mindset, on both of those levels, your chances of success at implementing the change you're looking for, it's going to be vastly higher than, than going about it in an unorganized fashion. So I thought that was particularly insightful. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. And it's, um, uh, it was a great video and I appreciate Tom Drez's uh, time. Thank you for watching Synoptis Lightning Round. For more episodes of Synoptis Lightning Round, visit synoptis.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts.